Good morning. This is Paul Donovan, Chief Economist at UBS Global Wealth Management. It's 5.30 in the morning London time on Tuesday the 7th of February. Today, financial markets will get to hear from US Federal Reserve Chair Powell, who will no doubt be delivering the full extent of their economic wisdom. This should not take long. It would be nice to hear two things. First, what does the Fed actually think is happening in the US economy at the moment? not the political soundbites and increasingly dodgy data, but what does the Fed think is the interaction of structural change and cyclical forces, and how is that impacting Fed policy? Second, how does the Fed see higher interest rates actually reducing inflation? What is the philosophy or the mechanism behind the relentless hike, hike, hike chant of Powell? Does Powell believe that higher rates will bring about even more deflation in durable goods prices than the precipitous inflation collapse we've already had in 2022? Does Powell believe the oil market responds to their every policy action? Or is this an attempt to slow demand to further squeeze profit margins? Unfortunately, what we're most likely to get is an overly simplistic assessment along the lines of payrolls were strong so rates will remain high. Markets will discount whatever the Fed chair says because the trashing of forward guidance in the June policy errors means that investors have no incentive to believe any of Powell's forward-looking comments. The whole issue of demand comes through in assorted trade data today, We'll be getting Taiwan trade numbers, where export growth is expected to remain very negative. We'll also get the US trade data. Demand for durable goods has certainly slowed in the course of the past year, and trade and manufacturing data has reflected that. Road haulage rates in the States have fallen of late, for instance. At the same time, the willingness of consumers to spend on services remains relatively strong, and in some cases, the consumer seems willing to spend on services almost without regard for the price. The oversupply of manufactured product will be a global disinflation force for the remainder of this year. Industrial production from Germany and Spain is expected to show some slowing, although factory orders data from Germany yesterday was better than expected, and of course, the past data was revised stronger. The UK's British retail consortium's like-for-like January retail sales number is a part of this pattern of slowing demand. Retail sales rose much uh, much less than inflation. The value of food sales rose most strongly, where prices seem to be rising in excess of costs faced by retailers. But even there, the volume of sales seems to be falling. However, it is too simplistic to translate this into outright negativity for the consumer. It's true that non-food sale values are very weak, but credit card data has showed that UK consumers were more willing to hit the bars and restaurants at the end of last year. Profit-led price increases may be forcing consumers to cut back in some areas, but not apparently in all areas. This could create more divergence within the inflation data. Japanese wage data showed a strong winter bonus payment, which managed to push total compensation positive at the end of last year. However, the underlying wage rate, though it has improved slightly, 
is still growing negatively in real terms. Japan is a country where the government is urging unions to demand higher pay settlements, which is somewhat unusual by international standards. It's also a country which has tended to have a lot less churn in the labour market. That means people have been less inclined to jump from company to company. What that means is that there is a limit to how Japan's pay bargaining can be read as a global signal. Uh, elsewhere in the world, nominal wage growth is likely to slow, but the slowing of nominal wage growth should be less aggressive than the slowing of inflation. And what that means is that real wages will gradually improve in the coming months. That's all for today. Have a good day. UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the Global Wealth Management Business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients globally, UBS AG and its subsidiaries offer both investment advisory services and brokerage services. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. In the USA, UBS Financial Services Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG and a member of FINRA SIPC. For information, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash working with us. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash CIO disclaimer.